Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hello, how are you doing? I hope you're keeping well. Today is the 30th of the 1st, 2022. We're coming to the end of the first month of this brand new year. And you know what that means? That means that the years the year is going to start flying by. So be careful. Be careful for what you wish for these days, folks. Because you don't want the year to fly by and you want to enjoy it, I suppose is what I'm trying to say. So let me just see what I'm looking at here now. I have a few topics to cover this week. Um, I'm going to be talking about going to Sligo and going down to Clare. Asian cuisine. Um, getting caught short. I've got a couple of stories about that that I wanted to share with you tonight. And also a story about Galway. And again, I go back to the Galway stories. That's where I sort of went to when I left my days in Mayo. As if anyone's out there listening going, oh yeah, you serious? What happened then? You don't care. I know you don't care. It's fine. But it's just that's what people do in podcasts. They talk shite. So um, anyways, the other day I went to uh, Sligo. Um, I went to some of the lovely caves there. They were absolutely amazing. They're up high in the mountains. And people often think about... Uh, Bin, Bin Bulbin, that's the one. And they don't consider any other mountains around Sligo. But the whole county is absolutely wrapped up in beautiful mountains. And I would advise you to go to the the Kesh Mountains, the Kesh Caves, I should say, in Sligo. Do check them out if you get a chance. Big shout out to Sligo Rovers there as well, by the way. Um, I also was down in County Clare. What a beautiful place that is. Um, I drove down to uh, Le Hinch, just at the town outside it. I think, I think it was called Milltown. And I went there to get a television, 58 inches. Thank you very much. I know you're thinking that's too big of a television. And I know I was thinking the same thing, but found a nice little bargain on Dundeal. 58 inch television, smart TV. So it does all the stuff for you. It does, it does all the thinking for you. Change, whatever you want to watch, it's there for you. The only issue is... I have it connected to a hotspot on the phone because where I'm living, the Wi-Fi is terrible at the moment. So I'm hoping someday that the the uh, the national broadband plan, the people behind that will pull out the finger and get some good Wi-Fi here in the Mayo region. Please, lads, if you're listening, pull the finger out pronto because I've got a television and it's ready to go. Um, but anyways, I can still get my shows on there. But um, I went on to Netflix there recently. And they were saying, if you want to upgrade to better quality, you can pay an extra two or three euro a month. And I thought to myself, how cunning, how cunning of Netflix that they have that power that they can just press a button wherever they are in their headquarters and they can change the uh, standard or the level of uh, how it looks on the screen, I suppose. So, yeah, you know, these things are out there, you know, and you think that. The internet's the be-all and end-all, but there's there's all the things going on behind the scenes. And I just want to say this. Netflix, if you listen to this podcast, just give me the good quality stuff. Don't be holding back, right? Because I'm looking to watch some good shows. I'm looking for a new show to watch. I just currently finished up with my Spanish teen uh, soap opera called Elise. Now, I was watching it because I wanted to become a Spanish speaker. I know a few words, but I don't know that many. But I thought, this will be great now. I'll end up speaking fluent Spanish by the end of the series. But it turned out I was just looking at the subtitles as they were waffling on in Spanish. And I ended up learning about three words total. Um, But great series. I would advise if you want to, like, you know, dip into a bit of Spanish, it's a good way to get into it. Um, But 
you know, you know the way things are now with the likes of Netflix and um, Amazon Prime and YouTube or anything on television or any of the players, you know, you can just binge it straight away and you can get really involved in any show at all. If you wanted to watch three, four, five, six, seven episodes back to back, you just got to keep letting the thing do its job. You know, even on Netflix, you don't have to do anything. Just sit back and it'll keep playing the episodes and you keep getting sucked in and it's a bit like chocolate. You know, the first bar is lovely, second bar is nice, but then you keep going, you're like, oh, I don't know what I'm doing anymore. And you know you can't get out of it now because your day has been ruined because you've just hit that sugar rush. It's kind of similar with TV shows and when you binge them. The first one is like you're excited and you're like, oh, that was brilliant. I'll have another one. And then another one, another one. Before you know it, you're like, you finished it. And I was doing so well with this show. I was watching one episode per night, sometimes every second night. I was trying to space it out so that I'd have plenty of time to think about the show and think about what's going on on it. Also, maybe learn a bit of Spanish in between just so I can understand what the fuckers are saying. And um, no, the other di- night there, I um, I ended up watching, I think, six episodes back to back. Now, each episode is 45 minutes, so it was a long time to be watching the same show. So I ended up binging out. Now, the next one that I'm going to jump on to is going to be Succession. So uh, if anyone out there has seen that, do let me know what you think of it. Is it a good series? There's an Irish lad in it, a uh, grey-haired fella, now lad. So I'm looking forward to watching him, see what the fuck he's up to. And actually, surprisingly, I was watching Curb Your Enthusiasm the other day and there was a fella from Dublin on it. And it wasn't just a small role, it was it was a fairly juicy old bit of stuff he had on him. And uh, he got to say plenty of lines, great character, and he was kind of playing this angry fella. But uh, do check it out, let me know what you think of that, lad. Now, I want to ask you a question. How long do you think is the right amount of time when... You sit down in a cafe or a restaurant or a pub or whatever and you're waiting for somebody to come and serve you or whatever it may be, you know. How long do you think is the right amount of time to wait? The reason why I'm asking this question is because during the week, and I felt really bad about this, but I did it anyways. But during the week, right, I went into uh, this cafe and it was empty, completely empty. There was, well, there was one of the lad in the corner drinking tea, eating a scone, reading the paper. So he was happy enough. And I went in anyways and I said, uh, is it okay to sit down? She said, yeah, no problem. So I sat down anyways in, in a table, got the menu, was looking at the menu and the person that was working there just left, went behind the counter doing whatever it is that to do. There's always stuff to be done. Completely understand that. So I was looking at the menu. There wasn't so many things on it. So I was like, okay, I'll go for the club sandwich and I'll call for a cup of tea and maybe a couple of crisps on the side and some chips, please. So that's what I was thinking about doing when I had a little look at the menu and five minutes passed and 10 minutes passed and then 15 minutes passed and then 20 minutes passed and the person was just pottering around doing stuff that had to be done. I completely understand that. Now, this other fella comes in, he comes in with about two children, right? He comes in, he says, can I get two hot chocolates for the kids and I'll get a coffee for myself. So I was looking at them going, "Okay, fair enough. Yeah. All right. Well, they need to be served as well. So I understand you want to get the drink served. You want to get the coffee out there. You want to get the babbins with the hot chocolate. You want to get them sorted because with kids, you know, they crack yourself. They've got no patience. So that was fine. So they got served anyways. They sat down anyways. And another five minutes passed, another 10 minutes passed to the point where he went up, he paid for his drinks and he left. Now, I was sitting there in complete view of the person that was working there. This was about 45 minutes into the whole thing. I had the menu in my hand and the person never came down to me. So I said, you know what? I'm going to go somewhere else. So I walked up to the counter anyways and I put the menu down. I said, 
I'm just heading off. And they looked at me and they're like, what? I said, yeah, I'm just heading off. And that was it. And they said, OK. And just I walked out the door and I, I kind of felt like, yes, yes, I did it. Because normally I wouldn't do that, you see. Normally I'd stay and I'd stick it out. Even if I got, you know, cold food or bad food or, you know, you get a bag of chips and they're cold or whatever. Or something doesn't feel like, I, I just like, oh, it'll be grand. It'll be fine. But this time I put the foot down. And another thing that annoyed me about this place too was the menu. I know, I understand that delivery prices are different than the actual sit-down prices. I completely understand that. But there was a menu inside that had all the prices. But then when you sat down, the prices were about three or four euro extra. So this, you know, for a club sandwich, you're normally talking around the nine euro mark with a cup of tea, chips and everything involved. You're talking about 15, right? 50, and that's grand, okay? You know, it's it's steep enough, but at the same time, it's nice to treat yourself. This was 17.50, right? And I, I was there already thinking to myself, that's a lot of money to pay for a club sandwich with crisps, chips and a cup of coffee or a cup of tea, I should say. I wasn't sure. I probably was going to go for the coffee. I was going to ask them what kind of tea they had. But I was probably going for the going to go for the coffee because there's a bit of kick off the coffee. You know, the crack yourself. You don't like paying for the green tea because it's only a tea bag. So I was completely happy to pay the 15. But this was 17.50. So it was steep. So I was thinking, OK, well, fair enough. I'll enjoy it anyways. I'm here now. It was cold outside. I'd been looking for a place for a while. I have no food in the fridge at home. I didn't at the time anyways. I've got a a bit of bread now and a couple of bits of cheese in there now so I'm well set up but at the time I didn't have anything so I, I needed to eat it was getting late I was driving back from somewhere um, but anyways I walked out and I felt yes I'm glad I did that now because normally I wouldn't do that and as I was walking away my mind started rushing with things like oh no what if what if they think I'm a bad person now for doing that what if I Maybe I underestimated the time. Maybe it was only there for five minutes and I was checking the watch and I was checking the phone and I was trying to work the maths to see how long I was sitting there. And I've been sitting there now, in fairness, I was sitting there for about 40 to 45 minutes. Um, But I felt guilty then on the drive home and I was starving. So I didn't know if I was kind of angry at myself because I was hungry or angry because of what I did there. But I want to ask you the question, was that a good or bad thing to do? Please do let me know. Um, if I was a bad bastard or not. Now, the topic that I wanted to talk about this week was getting caught short. Were you ever out and about and you just needed to make a pee? And you had nowhere, you're looking around, you couldn't see a toilet for love nor money. Or worse again, you need to make a poo. And you're looking around and you were absolutely just gagging to drop the stool. But you just couldn't find a toilet anywhere. And you were counting down the minutes that you had. You know your body better than anyone. You were kind of counting down the minutes. To how long you have left. Before you actually shit yourself. Or piss yourself. And it's happened to all of us. And it's happened to me on so many occasions. That I, I just. It doesn't even bear talking about at this point. But I'm going to tell you. Two of those situations. There was one time where I was. In a taxi right. And I was driving. What happened was I was over in England, in London I think it was, and I was late to get to the airport. Now the airport wasn't even that far, but I had to get in a taxi. And this was, the reason why I was late for the, the, the flight was because I was out the night before, so I'd slept in a small bit. Now I waved down a taxi, I was already busting for the toilet, I drank about two litres of water as soon as I got out of bed, just to get rid of the hangover. So I was in the taxi, and he kept taking the wrong lane. 
I don't know what I don't know it was, was it the way I was describing it to him or was what was happening or probably I was telling him the wrong place to go to in hindsight thinking back on it now but I was in the back seat of the car and I was like oh I don't think I'm going to make the airport I don't think I'm going to make the airport so I said do, do you mind pulling in I need to go for a pee he said we can't pull in there's four lanes of traffic well, he said we can't pull in there's four lanes of traffic here mate I was like, please, man. I said, I need to, I need to go for a pee pronto. He goes, you can't, no, we can't stop. You're just going to have to hold it in. I said, how long do we get to the airport? He said, about 10 minutes. So I was like, look, feeling my own body. And I was like, hmm, do I have 10 minutes in me? And I thought, yeah, I think I've got 10 minutes. And then, oh, no, I don't. I've got about five minutes. I said, my bladder is going to blow up. It's going to burst right here, right now. I don't know what either of us are going to do. Well, I didn't say that to him, but I was kind of in the direction of that sort of conversation. So he goes, you're just going to have to pee in a cup, mate. So he, I had a coffee cup that I was sipping out of and I had finished the coffee, right? So I'd finished the time. By the time I was in the taxi, a couple of minutes into the journey, anyways, I had finished the coffee. Basically, I had been drinking the coffee before I got in the taxi and I continued to drink it when I was in the taxi. But now the cup, the cup had came to an end. Now, that was... Stupid of me. I don't know what I was drinking coffee on top of two litres of water for. Of course I'm going to need to use the toilet. My bladder is not that big. So I said to the taxi driver, I said, do you mind if I pee in the cup? He goes, no, but do it in the back. So I had to hop into the boot. It was kind of like an estate car he was driving. So I hopped into the boot via the back seat and I um, proceeded to pee or tried to pee anyways. I was, we're doing about 50 mile an hour on the bypass and you'd be surprised at how hard that is to do into a cup in the very back seat of an English taxi driver's car. Not that it, not that it matters that he's an English taxi driver. It wouldn't really matter where he's from, really. But um, just it's just a bit of information there for the story, to be honest. So I was in the back anyways, and I was just... Oh, I couldn't do it. But, I, but part of me was busting for a pee. But the other part of me was thinking, this could go so wrong. He might have to take a very abrupt turn. He might have to pull the handbrake. Traffic might pull out in front of him. And I'm just going to be covered in piss when I get to the airport. And that's not going to be a good luck. I'm not going to let me back into the country. I'm already bloody late. But anyways, eventually I just plucked up the courage. And I just... It was just a moment of... You know that feeling... I've never jumped out of an airplane. But I'm sure it's the same feeling where... Before it you're very nervous and scared. But just as soon as you do it... There's, there's a great freedom to all that. And... um Anyways, I peed into the cup and I didn't quite get it all into the cup. Now, obviously, I didn't tell the taxi driver that because he kept turning around going, you're right back there, mate. I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm grand. You just keep your eyes on the road, buddy. I'm all right back here. I'm doing my job. You do your job. I didn't say that to him, but that's, you know, what I was thinking. Um, But I peed into the cup and it gave me enough leeway in my bladder to get me to the airport. And it was just hit and miss. But something that I do regret is that when I got to the airport, I had to obviously bring the cup with me. He opened the boot, let me out the back. I just threw the cup into a bin. So um not proud of that, but that's something that had to be done. It's kind of like fight or flight, survival of the fittest kind of mode. And um, before we kind of get off this topic, there was one other time that it just, it just, it was just so, so, so close to the point where it was ridiculous. Now, this, I'll give you a bit of a backstory. I was out the night before with the lads. We had a great night. I hadn't seen them in a long time. To be honest, I don't even remember why we were out. But we were, we were out with the lads anyways. So let's skip to the following day. 
I was going through one of those phases where I thought, you know, I gonna I want to keep fit. Even if I go out once a week, still want to keep fit. So I went for a run the following day. And again, I had a coffee in the morning because that's my go-to drink in the morning. Now, I've kind of cut them down a small bit. But at the same time, back in these days, I was drinking coffee like it was going out of fashion. So I had a coffee before a run. I had a banana and I went for a run and I went for a really, really long run. Now, on the way back, I could kind of feel my stomach sort of rumbling, right? And um, I was kind of running through Dublin City, so like all the shops like Main Street and oh, down alleyways and stuff like that. And, you know, through sort of busy streets and pe- streets with people and stuff like that. But this was about nine o'clock in the morning, you could say. And it was a Sunday, so most places were closed anyways. So I was just running around. There wasn't that many people around, but there was a few. And I was kind of weaving in and out around them and think to myself aren't I great that I'm up this early running I'm so brilliant everyone's probably in bed now or if they're up they're hungover look at me aren't I great and there I was and he was running away and then all of a sudden you know that kind of feeling you get after a night out my stomach was like oh Jesus I need the bathroom badly I need the bathroom quick oh no I need the bathroom and then my run proceeded to become a tippy toe sprint which I wanted to go as fast as I could to get to a shop so I could use the bathroom but I didn't want to go too fast because I'd be afraid that I'd make an absolute fool of myself if you know what I mean so I went up anyways and I found the shop and this is out towards Stony Batter there in Dublin and I found the shop and I was knocking on the door and they're like no 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 we're not open we're not open till 10 I was like I don't have an hour I don't have an hour to spare so I ran next place same again next place nobody there and I was like oh this isn't good and I swear to you I was down to, I would say, the final minute, minute and a half. Genuinely, the reason why I know I was down to the last minute, minute and a half, is because there was a pub that there was lads throwing kegs into the pub and I just started banging on the door because I knew probably there might be someone in there. If this keg's been delivered, there might be someone in there cleaning up. And I was banging, 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 banging. And the guy was going, whoa, whoa, what, what? He comes out anyways and there's a couple of owl lads in there drinking at the bar. So I thought, I said, please, can I use the bathroom? Now, bear in mind, I was in running shorts, sweating. And it was kind of weird that I was like kind of needing the bathroom so badly, even though I was out for a run. So I said, I've got, I've been caught short. Please let me in. Can I use the bathroom? Please, I'll buy a drink or whatever after. He goes, go on, so on, right in. So I just walked through the pub in my shorts, sweating. The lads at the bar looked around, kind of like, who's this fucking weirdo in the pub? I didn't even have the ability, I didn't have the space in my body to say hello to these lads because if I talked at all, it would have been chaos in aisle one. So I just had to keep walking. I I just, I couldn't even look at them because it was that close to me just peeing everywhere. And, you know, so I got into the bathroom and I was saying, oh my God, guys, I've never been so happy to be in a bathroom. You know, when you're really, really busting for the toilet and you get into the bathroom and it's just like, this is heaven. This is heaven. I don't ever leave this place. And I had a lock and everything on the door and it was a proper solid door. So I felt so safe. And that was a little story about uh, another time that I was caught short. Please do let me know as well if you have any stories about getting caught short. Would love to know more about them. Um, So that's pretty much uh, what I was talking about this week, getting caught short. But uh, before I jump on to the final topic, it's a little small story about a Galway phone box. I do want to thank the sponsors of this podcast. 
The main ones out there I want to give a big shout out to is my Patreons for supporting this podcast. Thank you very much. Absolutely legends. Really appreciate you being Patreons and supporting the podcast and sharing and telling your friends. Telling your friends on the main street. Oh, have you heard of your man's podcast? It's fucking class. Is it? No, it's fucking shite. But listen to it anyways. Thanks for that, guys. I really appreciate it. I've heard the rumours and big shout out to everyone for supporting me on that. Also, I want to give a big shout out to Golden Bake for their continued support. Lads, if you're at a deli counter and you don't know what to order, would you just go for the jam pots? They're absolutely delicious. They keep you going for the day and they're full of amazing tasting flavours. So that's a big shout out to Golden Bake and also to BCR Construction. They're looking for Sparky's they're looking for pipe fitters in the Dublin and surrounding areas. So if you're one of those people, give them boys a shout. Right, folks, um, I'm going to top this podcast off by saying, first and foremost, I hope everyone's doing well out there. And it seems like everything's open up again. And I hope everyone is transitioning back into the busy life that we had pre-COVID. Hope they're transitioning OK. You know, it's a busy enough time. And don't don't uh, push yourself too hard either. There's no rush to get out there. And I read a great thing there recently. And it said that in when winter time, it's okay not to be doing much. You know, it's it's fine even in summertime, but it, in winter time, it's it's okay not to be doing much because we're not meant to be always out there achieving and you know doing loads of shit. Like there's a reason why the planet is cold and it's windy and it's you know frosty and all that kind of stuff because it's a time for hibernation. It's a time for staying inside the coop. And it's in time for relaxing and don't let any of that bullshit on social media. Now I'm talking to myself when I'm saying this too because I'd get awful caught up when I'd uh, watch someone like, we'll say Dwayne The Rock Jansen's um, Instagram and it's like, oh he's got tequila now and he's making a fortune. Oh now he's got another fucking movie out. Oh now he's got brand new runners out that's connected to the UFC. Is there anything this lad can do? He's probably got a massive willy. So basically those kind of things, what I'm trying to say is don't get too caught up in all that. And again, I'm talking to myself when I say that. Now, um, I'm going to slow it down a bit because for some reason I started to speak very quickly there. I was in Galway again recently. Seems like I'm always there. But I went back to an old haunt of mine and I was out towards Ballyban. And I think at the t- I think the place is called uh, uh, Sea View or something like that. I forget now, but I used to live out there in Renmore, Ballyban, uh, loads of other spots out there. But I went around to see an old house that I used to live in and I noticed there was a phone box there, right? So this phone box is still there in Galway and it's, it, it used to be right outside where I used to live there in Galway. And at the time I was living with a load of people and we we're all kind of like hippie kind of, you know, carry on. Uh, crack back in the Galway day great times lovely fun everyone you know was kind of just we're all in our early 20s so we didn't know what we're up to really but we we had a great time anyways but at the time I was working in lifestyle sports and I was trying to hold down my job there in lifestyle sports and I'd worked there for 9, 10, 11 months but I'd worked on the one in Terryland I worked on the one in Shop Street so I knew all the staff and everybody else we all got on great anyways but I was kind of Getting to a point where, like, uh, you know, I was not really doing my job great and manager would be looking at me going, come on now, you need to up your game here a bit. I used to work in the stock room. I used to work on the top floor in the, um, it was a bargain zone it was called. I used to work there with a fella called Mick and we used to tag shoes. Nice, nice pairs of Adidas and Nike and stuff like that. Nice cheap pairs of runners. But anyways, to cut a long story short, I was, I was living with the hippies, we all kind of hippies at the time, you know, and. My phone died one day, so I had no battery and I couldn't find the charger. So I was like, ah, it'll be grand. So that night we stayed up and we were watching a Johnny Cash documentary. 
And then the following morning, right, the following morning I woke up and I was like, oh, God. You know that feeling you get when you're late for work? I was like, oh, no, I think I'm late for work. And I hadn't a clue what time it was. So I put on my uniform and I belted down towards work. But on the way, I said, you know what, I'll call ahead and I'll say to them, look, just just let you know, sorry, I'm running a small bit late, but I'll be there very soon and I'll stay on an extra hour, whatever it may be. So I got down there and I called them up and I said, listen, sorry, I was, I'm late. Yeah, I know, I, I slept in a small bit, but I'll be there in about five minutes and I'll work really hard today and I'll prove it to you. Prove it to you that I'm a good member of staff. And they said, don't bother coming in. It's one o'clock in the day. You know, you may as well just stay at home now, but we want to talk to you when you come in. So anyways, to cut a long story short, I was about four hours late for work. And the following day when I did go back into work, the manager called me into his office and he goes, listen, we're... Um, we're not happy. We're not happy with the way things are going here. Um, what's what's going on? What are you doing? And I said, sorry, I slept in. I just, yeah, yeah, we get it. We get it. But you're late quite a lot nowadays. And, you know, and it's not good. So you're going to have to pull up your socks now or we're going to have to move you to a different store. So they ended up moving me to a different store completely. And it was a lot harder, a lot tougher. And I ended up leaving that job a couple of months later. But anyways, I seen the phone box the other day and I just got flashbacks and it was like, you know, when you look back at yourself from a different decade or whatever, or even a different couple of years ago and you just see, you just think of a different person completely and you think it's not funny the way life goes, the way, you know, um, years pass by and you come on, you become a completely different person and, you know, every day things don't change, but over a year, Jesus Christ, they change an awful lot.